<laughs> oh my god. So you said that you used to break dance. You want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and just start the show off like that, like super. Yeah. So I I actually used to break dance when mm-hmm. I was younger. Did you do it like competitively, or did you just do it like at like family functions and stuff? And no, just playing around? it was just like competitively, actually. Competitively. Yeah, it was like a little competitively for fun. I, like I did dance shows too. It was like like with like friends. Like we did it like. In high school, we had a dance club. And, like, that's dope. Yeah, that's. I don't think I ever met anyone who could say that they competitively break dance. Really? Never, never. Do you know that movie? Um, Stomp the Yard. Oh my god! Type of thing. Was it like that kind Stomp of? Stomp the Yard is one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. no, actually, it was like. Well, you could say something like that. I wish, but like. There's like more like like a cipher. Do you know where a cipher is? Cipher is like a rap cipher. It's more like a, a freestyle. Is that what it is? Yeah. So it's it's something like that. So a cipher is like when you have like a circle, mm-hmm. and like it's two people competing against each other, or like a group, mm-hmm. um, or like an actual like team that competes against each other, mm-hmm. and they just like just like freestyle, like they compete. So how do you judge if um, someone like won a round? To be honest, it's like creativity, the okay. beats that they hit mm-hmm. with their footwork and how like flow and smooth. And how the audience reacts to it. Like does does that play a part too? Like if the audience is hyped and stuff after someone performs and then they're like, Oh shit, like, yeah. like you got owned or something like that. Yeah, no, definitely. That that plays a huge part. That's oh my insane. god. And like would you practice and stuff? Like would you well you said that you were doing it at school too so i'm assuming that you guys had like auditions and stuff and well not auditions um practices and stuff yeah because like group practices yeah because we would like perform at the at the high school and like mm-hmm. what was it when i was younger we had like our own like it's so weird thinking about this but we had our own like dance crew mm-hmm. like your your own like click and stuff is that what you would call it like a dance click or no yeah kind of like that like you so you know um america's best dance crew mm-hmm. yeah so we were like when we were younger in like middle school we were like inspired by it so we kind of like had our own click and we performed at like school talent shows and stuff like that that's impressive yeah, it was, but like I think about it now, I'm just like, yo, like some of the stuff that we did. Nah, but, but I think that, for example, um, I think their name was uh, Jabawakis or something like that. Jabawakis. Jabawakis was super inspirational. Like even me, like not even like having that um, inclination towards dance, I would watch them and I would be just mystified. I would be like, holy shit, like these guys just move, like everything. Cause, it was kind of like dance mixed with like a magic show because they would pull off stunts and things that you would just be mind blown. You're like, how did they coordinate that? It's just super, it, like, it's like super meticulous and super surgical. It's super, I don't know. It's crazy to me. No, I know. It's wild. I know exactly what you mean because how they did was their mask. They used their mask and their gloves to make that illusion. Mm-hmm. And like, like how they did the dance performances, they also like casted like a shadow like mm-hmm. behind them and when they wore like certain colors. But like, just overall, like each like I feel like each dance has like a story, and that's what Ooh, I love. That's interesting. Yeah, like if you think about it, like if you really think about it, like brain dancing has a story. Every mm. like type of dance has a story. Like I think my favorite type of stories, particularly to dancing, is like break dancing, lyrical, and contemporary. 
Mm. I think those are my most favorite ballet I like. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Ballet is like been there forever but lyrical and um lyrical and contemporary yeah and break dancing they i feel like it has a story if you watch how like the people dance and move mm -hmm. like you can tell a story what do you think it is about dance that that we humans love so much because there's this one um uh oh fuck I forgot his name, but I listened to a podcast once and this guy, he's like a famous, um, I even forgot what profession he like he's in. But essentially he says that dancing, a person who can dance well is a person who can kind of be in the rhythm of the universe, if that makes sense. No, that makes 100% sense. So you move with the universe and then, I don't know, like... I'm not even going to try to explain it because when he said it, it kind of blew my mind and I don't really remember. But what do you think it is about like dancing that people just gravitate towards so much and they just love? I don't know. What, from my experience, to be honest, it's like literally like the expression that you like get from it. Not mm -hmm. actually, no, it's not the expression. It's like the feeling that you get from it because mm. you get to show like an expression or, or like an emotion that you can't show to other people. So at least in my opinion, because how I feel about dance is like, let's just say you have like a bad day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like there's times that like I feel like I want to go to like a dance studio, play like like a certain type of music and just let it all out and just like. And just move. And yeah. Just like, yeah. Because it, it gives you this like euphoric feeling, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone gets that euphoric feeling. Mm -hmm. If like music wise movement wise anything in general because it's something you can't express verbally like you can't express because just like you said sometimes you have emotions that you can't put into words so you have to just like express it otherwise yeah like a hundred percent it's just yeah it's a weird explanation but like if you it makes sense to me yeah yeah 100%. okay good because i was like honestly scared no 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 it makes a hundred percent and i think that that's probably why it's tied into why breakdancing is tied into hip-hop and hip-hop is tied into maybe like fashion and streetwear. Oh, yeah. Because they're all like means of expressing yourself that doesn't limit you to like words, right? So you're not limited to like writing or trying to speak it. Because a lot of people, and I, I know a lot of people like this, they're not that great speaking. And my girlfriend is one of them. Like she says it herself. Like she's not that comfortable with like speaking, expressing herself verbally. But when she writes, it's amazing, you know. Yeah. So, But even then, I think that there's another step, which is where dancing comes in, art, photography, yeah. videography, like everything that doesn't have to do with like our, you know expression like that you know no i i totally I don't know if that makes sense no it makes yeah. sense a hundred percent like i just think overall like i think we show our expressions in different ways and like mm -hmm. people like tend to show it in dancing like writing like what you said just before mm -hmm. and honestly i think that it's one of the best ways to do it because it's like imagine having all those different emotions inside you and not like expressing it yeah. or trying to express it and like I feel like especially for like videography and photography, like it's something that like catches your eyes and you're just like, I want to make that story come to life. Like, mm -hmm. how do I do that? And is that what like made you go into photography is just this need to 
maybe not even just tell your story, but help other people tell their story? Like, is that what, like, what was it that made you gravitate towards that? Yeah, actually, that's, that's funny. Like, now that I think about it, about it, like, I always had, like, a passion for it. Like, mm-hmm. growing up, I did, like, a whole bunch of sports. Okay. To be honest, I was, like, always active. I was, like, doing ROTC. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, running around, like, as a kid. But, like, I always had a fascination with, like, pictures. And it's weird because, like, it could be a black or white picture. It could be a still picture. It could be anything, like, random. But, like, I really liked it. And my sister was into it a lot when we were younger. And, like, I have friends who were into it. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm, like, curious. Like, let me try. But, like, whenever I did it, like, I just didn't like what it took. Mm. But I think it's just because when I was younger, I didn't, like, understand it and, and appreciate you it. didn't have, like, experience with the craft and you didn't, yeah. yeah. And do you think that at this point in your life, have you found your signature, I guess, language through photography? Because I feel like every artist has their own signature language where where like, for example, if I if someone shows me a collection of Tiffany's pictures mixed in with a collection of 20 other artists, you can tell Tiffany's pictures apart. Like, is that the case now? Do you feel like do you like have you found it? Are you still searching for it? You know what? Like I'm like from. When I started to now, like, I have, like, grown, like, tremendously, like, with, diff- like, different styles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have found it, but at the same time, I feel like I'm still growing into it more. Like, I want to make it different, like, my style of photography. And, like, mm-hmm. I like looking at other people's styles just because I love the idea and the different perspective. Okay. So, like, I feel like whenever I see other people, I'm just like, man, like, how can you, like, make this angle to a different angle mm, and make and it better. Like, how can you take this to the next level type of thing? Yeah, exactly. Which is why I'm kind of against the whole idea. And your answer is amazing because that, like, that's exactly how I feel too. In a sense where I don't like the idea of people saying, oh, um, for example, if you're going to do a podcast, you should find your framework and yeah. you should find your um, cookie cutter formula that you're going to use in order to be successful, like you have to be consistent with your formula. You can't break outside of the box. Otherwise, you're going to be too much like this podcast and you're not going to be, you know, unique and all of that bullshit. Right. Yeah. I think that artists, the whole idea is for you to have a style today and then in your head, you're just like thinking and just like trying to plot ways to better that style or just come up with a better style tomorrow, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. It, no, it does make sense. It's like not being confined to, like, w- who you are now. I think that that's the whole point of being a creative person. It's like you, just like you said, you see what other people are doing and you're like, ah, oh, like that guy, that angle he took is kind of, you know, is kind of basic or whatever. Like, yeah. it's not the best angle. I think that if it were me in his shoes, I would have used maybe this lens or I would have used this or whatever, it is and then you could just you know make it better yeah no 100 percent. like i it's something yo let me tell you i feel like sometimes like when you see when you create something mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. like and you like look at your work sometimes it's like damn like that work i just did is like crap like what can i do better right like I, i'm like i i feel like everyone's like this but i feel like everyone's like their own biggest like critic biggest critic a hundred percent and it's super hard for you to be your biggest critic and simultaneously be your biggest fan. Yeah. Right? I think that that's the other counterpart that everybody forgets about. It's like, oh, okay, everybody's super critical. Like me included, every podcast I put out, I always criticize myself as I watch it. I'm like, oh, I could like be a little bit better. I could be, you know, this. Or if I'm doing whatever it is, 
hypercritical. But then at the same time, yeah. you just have to remember, it's like what matters is that you put the effort out there. A lot of people don't even take the steps that you did to create that crappy picture or whatever you're telling yourself is crappy. You yeah. Know? Do you feel like, like, this, I have a question. Like, do you feel like with that, like, men, like mentality, because we are, like, so hard on mm-hmm. ourselves, do you feel like it's because of society being so hard? Yes. Yeah. I feel like, let me just think on, like, think on that a little bit. Yeah, take your time. I know it's like a... Like, no, no, yeah. That's a great question. And I... Mm, I think so. I think that we're, we're conditioned and programmed to, to, to like suppress our own individuality, right? Yeah. So if you go to school, in school you're taught to sit in different, like multiple different rows, you're assigned a seat, you can't even like have freedom of movement within the classroom. Because I think, and this is going to sound super hippie, but I think that the system tries its best to say like, Hey, fuck you and your freedom and your self-expression and whatever you think you have control over in this classroom, in this in this uh, cubicle, in this office space, in this prison. Yeah, you don't because we have assigned an authority figure that's going to dictate who you are and what you are and what you eat, what you read and all that bullshit. So I think, yes, I, I think that we're taught that if you if you venture outside of the known box you're automatically ostracized and everybody else is conditioned and programmed to point fingers at Tiffany and laugh and say like, you're a loser and you're weird. Yeah. For like just trying to navigate different waters, if that makes sense. No, it it makes sense. And you know what's funny? Like I literally was on Instagram and I saw a story on like one of my friends um, story actually. Mm -hmm. And she posted like a quote and I forgot how the quote exactly says, but it was like picture of like two paths. And it's basically saying like, you can go one way where everyone goes the same way and you stay the same and you never like change and you follow like the same steps, like everyone mm-hmm. follows and you never really find yourself. Or you can take the other path and literally take those mistakes, try something new and like literally find yourself and find something like that is like a purpose to you. And like, Literally, it's like the two paths. There's like a whole crowd going one way and then mm-hmm. there's just one person going a different way. Mm-hmm. And I saw that. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, That's exactly how it is. Yeah. like. And I think that there's a lot of um, risk versus re- reward when it comes to that. So I think like I believe in um, in uh, crowd mentality and yeah. in like tribal thinking. So just like you said, like there's a crowd of people that's going this way. Because those people, they're not thinking individually, like um, individually anymore. Like they're thinking at a crowd level, at a group level. So once that happens, you're just stripped of any um, understanding of just who you are. Like you just accept whatever the group dictates for you. Yeah. And then once you go alone down that path, it's going to be lonely. It's going to be risky because you don't know what what's at the end of that path because you don't see anybody else like reassuring you and giving you like reinforcing you that your 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 action is like warranted it's like it's a good thing that you're going down that path because everybody else is going over there yeah and so i think that it's more risky and and the odds of you falling on your face and busting your ass and just like making mistakes and failing is a hundred times higher than going with the crowd but once you do get past that part i think that the rewards are infinitely greater 
because you just learn and grow as a person. Yeah, and then, like I feel like you just like really try to find your like self in general, and then mm. like like you said, like we were like forced at a young age to like follow this like certain like system or like like this like rule in like life that like you have to follow like the t- the rules as like given to you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think that kind of sucks because back then when we were like younger, we we're probably just like, oh, we don't know much. Yeah. And we like again we were younger and like you just like don't think about all the things that happens. But like now like as you get older you're just like, Oh, there's an infinite like possibility of me being whatever I want to be. And you know what? That's one thing I'm like low key jealous of the generation today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like um even with all the exposure with like social media and like TikTok and all of them, mm-hmm. like there's like younger generations who are taking the risk now at a younger age That's to doing true. what they want to do. And like yeah. low key, I, I am not going to lie. I am jealous because yeah, I, cause yeah. I wish like I could start my passion when I was younger or yeah. like something. Like you could see a lot of 12, 13 year old kids whose parents are like, oh, like, yeah, my, like my kid wants to be a professional streamer. Yeah. A professional uh, Twitch person. Uh, professional like a youtuber like those are career paths my dog is barking right now i'm just gonna text my sister real quick yeah no don't worry sorry uh, no give me a sec he's adorable (laughs) yeah no he's how old is he he's um he's a little over two Two? years old so he's just like a big teenager at, um, at this point oh my god my girlfriend's dealing with her brother's dog and he's a puppy and he's like like medium size big mm-hmm. and he all he wants to do is like bite and like rip things apart really well he's like a, a bro- border collie mix. oh okay so, so like, he's just energetic and stuff yeah and like he's like yeah. always ready to like bite stuff because really? like sheeps they're well like they're, they're known for like herding sheeps oh, mm-hmm. so like he's like always like nipping at people sometimes mm-hmm. no i i always had huskies and in brazil i had two huskies oh and my first husky like i didn't really know how to like raise a dog let's say so he did just that like he bit the furniture he destroyed my mom's entire house like he just did like oh, he man. just went rampant like like because we didn't know how to train him and stuff and then with shadow as soon as we got him like we learned our lesson and then we took him to a trainer so as soon as he could like understand you know like cues and stuff we took yeah. him to um a training school and then now he but he's still agitated in terms of like when uh strangers come in like guests or even like relatives and stuff that he hasn't seen for a while he'll just jump and play but he never bit anyone he doesn't bite at all he, like he but uh he teats uh teeths yeah, teeth. yeah 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 just like playing around and stuff but nothing crazy and i think it it stopped so we're we're back in business. Okay. I just hate when that happens because like it's hard and it only gets at like like this at night because he gets anxious, I guess. But um yeah, I don't know why he does that. And I, then it kind of picks up on the audio, but it's Yeah, funny. I was just about to say like this this mic is like so sensitive, but it's it really is. good though. And you hear him, right? Like yeah. through this and stuff. And then if you took it off, like it's kind of more distant. But like through the mic, you can like literally hear mm-hmm. it. Um so there was a question that I was going to get to. Yeah, take your time. Don't worry. We were talking about... What were you talking about just now? But Like before he was... Oh, about individuality yes. and stuff, right? So do you feel at times... All right, so would you rather be 
and this is kind of like a tricky question, but maybe, okay. but maybe not. Would you rather be the most popular, per- not the most popular, but amongst the most popular people on Instagram, let's say? Okay. And then with that comes all of the accolades, comes all of the opportunities, the brands reach out, like you become rich and millionaire, whatever. You're like Justin Bieber famous, right? Oh, my God. You're like Drake famous. I don't know if I want all that paparazzi on me. (laughs) Paparazzi all the time. Like they're like sneaking in your bushes and taking, you know, like trying to whatever. Oh, my God. That or you do what you love even if nobody really understands it and you're like alone but you feel fulfilled. So you're taking the pictures that you love and then you show it to everyone and everybody's like, like I don't I don't get it and like nobody's really like your fan nobody like really likes what you produce but you love it and you look at that and every time you're like oh my god this is so satisfying like I love this and you just wake up every morning you're like I'm gonna you know do it again and like what would you choose honestly like that's like an easy question yeah and that's like the second thing you said like not the fame not the fortune good good me too me too yeah because like in the end like it doesn't matter if someone likes your picture like or anything because it's your like eyes you're like what you like like there's mm-hmm. always going to be people judging it there's always going to be people like being like oh but you could have done this yeah, yeah. but like yeah. in the end it's like it's your imagination it's your creativity like this is what you vision mm-hmm. and you know what's uh, another thing i've learned in the past there's always going to be like someone like watching you mm. from the very beginning like no matter what like there's always going to be that one person who's going to be like Okay, I I see what they're coming. Let's see what's the next thing that they're gonna make. Oh, okay, I see that they did this now. Let's see what's the next thing. There's and mm-hmm. it's on and on. And like, let's just say your creativity or like whatever you create gets better and better in the future. Eventually, that person might reach out and be like, "Oh, how did you get into it? Like, how did you get started? How oh, did you do okay. this? How did you do that?" Because like, that's how like it happens really in in the future. And then that's how you like sometimes you gain more exposure like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's through those like, and I was thinking about that just the other day, actually, about how like this podcast, right? Yeah. I tell this to every guest, like the objective isn't to be famous, right? It isn't to be the first example that I just told you, like be the Joe Rogan of the podcast. Like if it happens, cool. Like if it happens, great. right? Because it's a product of like my other intention, which isn't solemnly that one, if that makes sense. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, the goal is to do do the the latter of what I told you of, of like doing what I feel passionate about, which is reaching out to people who I think are interesting, who I think are doing dope stuff and who I just I'm genuinely curious about. Yeah. And I want to sit down and just actually pick their brains and and hear what they want to like say or what they have to say. And just like kind of like kind of put myself in your shoes and just kind of like understand where you're coming from as a human being, you know, like human being first creative and then whatever comes after that you know like and then expand from there so i know i'm going everywhere right now no 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 i like it i like it though i like it but then like through that if it so happens that one episode after hundreds of episodes let's say one episode pops off and then that one becomes viral and then this show just blows up right let's say great 
But that's not the intention here. It's not like yeah. thinking like, oh, I'm going to have Tiffany today and then I'm going to have five more people after that. And then I, I have to post at this time and 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 use these hashtags because then people are more active. And then I have to check my like, I don't do any of that. It's like I'll just post at midnight. I'll post at 3 a.m. Like, I don't care. Like, I just want to get stuff out there yeah. when I feel like it's naturally like the, the time, time to do it. Yeah. And I, you know what? I... I a hundred percent support you on that, and For I sure. I love it because literally, I think that's just be, you being true to yourself. A hundred percent, and like, I do um, social media marketing and digital content, and you like, do? yeah, oh, so that's like what I really do, like main job wise. Okay, but like, um, like I I see like the stuff that happens like all the time, like and like the stress that people get. Oh my god! And do like even like from work like if i don't post something up like immediately like i like could get like like a text from my boss is like oh did you do it like mm-hmm. oh we had to make sure you do it and like it creates this like anxiety and not uncomfortable environment mm-hmm. and like sometimes like i love it and sometimes i hate it but like in the end like it's something that you like so you have to try to do it but yeah. if it's like for you personally honestly like mm-hmm. i i would do the same that you do like just like post whenever like is like when you want to feels like it yeah Yeah. and what you just said is exactly what i feel about social media in general it's like it's a love-hate relationship you know because just like you said too it's to what's the expression to change the game you have to play the game yes right oh my god so that's something that i always fought against like i've always been super stubborn and ignorant towards that because i would believe like oh as long as i put out my my creations or whatever I feel like I want to like my messages or whatever I want to convey to the world in due time, it'll reach as many people as possible. But then you kind of have to find like this like middle ground where you have to pivot. You have to understand like, okay, this is how the game works. You have to swallow your pride, swallow your, 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 your want to say like, fuck Instagram, fuck whatever. You have to just go on, smile, do whatever needs to be done. And then the other half, you do what you feel is right to do. But you have to kind of play both sides a little bit. And that's something that I really struggled with because I'm I'm, I'm a type of person who I'm against authority figures. Like, yeah. I'm just against authority in general. So if you tell me to do something and you, like, command me to do something, I'll just, I'll just not, like, I'll fight, I'll fight to death. Man, like, I'm not going to. I can only imagine how your mom feels. <laughs> no, no. My mom and I, like, like she, like, she actually had to learn over time how to deal with me because I just, I'm, like, I just won't, I don't know. It's just like, it's just like a you thing. Like, you just don't it's know how to explain it. Yeah, like. I'm just like if I believe in something, not much can change. Like obviously, I'm not ignorant to like facts and stuff. Of so course. if I believe, I'm not gonna say that the world is flat. What if you mean? I know the that world the world is flat, it is flat, right? It's flat. Oh. I mean, I'm not gonna say <laughs> that the world is round, being that there's scientific ed- evidence claiming that it is flat. Yeah. Right. So I will like pivot. Like one time, I was a dumbass who believed the world was round, and then now I'm like just awoken you know like i have like my third eyes open yeah and i see that it's flat but so in those things where like science proves me wrong i'll pivot but overall it's just i just like if i believe in something i'm gonna go all in even if everybody around me says you like it's not gonna work you're gonna fail it's stupid everybody else is doing this so you should do that and yeah i mean like it's life you take a risk like you only live once like honestly like i support that like that's what i think too like you only live once yeah, like um, what was it? So, 
I it was how many years ago? I think it was like four years now. I think it's three or three years, like four to three years. Um, oh, what was I got like really sick at one point, mm-hmm. and like I I found that I had like thyroid cancer and everything. Really? Yeah, it was like it was when I turned twenty one that year. Like I was just like enjoying like the going to the bars, actually being legal, going mm-hmm. to bars and stuff, and like literally um i I found i had that thyroid cancer and it was like the most scariest thing i'm so sorry to hear that no it's it's fine like it's it's like it's like so i in the past like i never talked about it like Mm. it's like hard to talk about sometimes because my grandma also had in the past and like Mm -hmm. she had complications and like that's like one of the reasons she passed away today Mm. so like um it's like a something like it's sensitive, but like at the same time, I feel like it's like needed to be talked to because, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't expecting to get it like, right, like at a young age. Of course, I don't think anybody expects it. Yeah. yeah, and like I just think about like that whole situation. Like, thank God, like I'm fine and everything. And even though like thyroid cancer, like the doctor says, like like is nothing. Mm-hmm. It's it's still like a uh, uh, I like eye opening thing. Yeah, because like literally, yeah. you're just like, wow, like this could happen, like. Within a f- few months, because it literally happened within a few months. Like I thought I had like a sore throat, and then a month later, like I've, I found out like I had thyroid that's cancer. Crazy. Yeah, and like that's why I'm just like in my head, like life is like too short, and like that's why I'm always like smiling. I'm always ha- laughing, like because like amazing. Yeah, because yeah. like life is really too short, and like my mom tells me like it's not worth stressing like, and yeah stressing yeah. being upset like sometimes it gets the best of us don't get me wrong but like mm-hmm. in the end like you have to make the best of it and like i just try to like do that now i agree so much with that and like i can only applaud you for like being as vulnerable as you just were like was right now because i think uh like i think can't so my my grandma also passed away from cancer but she had breast cancer and I kind of witnessed the whole thing. Like, I was there from the beginning of it, to, like, through all the um, chemo sessions and just, like, seeing seeing her just going from this person, like, full of life and energy and always happy and smiling to just becoming this, like, like, like this, like, vessel or, or this shell of her former self, you know? And her just kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I would not wish that on anyone you know to like go through at all and i and 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 to this day like everything i do i have her like in the back of my mind because i'm just like thinking i'm like especially with the whole fiber fitness thing like the whole fitness stuff was actually for her like deep down inside and then unfortunately it didn't work out and i might choke up a little bit but oh i'm sorry oh my god it's fine but um but the whole point is exactly what you said because like it like it puts things into perspective it it makes you really realize like what do you do things for like is it for like a bigger house a better car is it to flaunt on social media is it to flex on your friends is it to like be like prove that you're better than anyone or is it something more like innate and more like purposeful and that makes you like truly do stuff with like heart and intention and with a smile on your face, just like you said. And I can only imagine how that happening to you at such a young age could like just like flip a switch in your head and you just view life differently. It 
it did because like again like when i was younger i did so many sports and like mm-hmm. during that time i i wasn't doing marketing or anything i was actually going trying to go for like athletic training okay and like mm-hmm. physical therapy and like it just like kind of gave me like a huge eye opener and i was just like am i happy what i'm doing now is this what's going to fulfill me and mm-hmm. like i was just like fuck it like let me just do what i really like which is like photography videography mm-hmm. and then like what goes with it marketing because social media is becoming a thing yeah and like it's like weird mm-hmm. to be honest i'm not gonna lie it's like a, a weird situation that kind of like was an eye-opener but like of course at the same time like i'm thankful and um what was it like i went to i think that year that same year when i was like going through it like i told like a friend of mine like from high school about it and she invited me to like a cancer relay thing mm-hmm. and she asked me to be one of the speakers it was at Rutgers oh wow yeah and like I had a chance to speak in front of, like like a, a hundred people or more really yeah because it's just sort of like um it was like a relay so they re- like they raised money mm-hmm. for like other can- cancer patients or people who had passed away mm-hmm. and like different like organization like five like the frats and sororities that were there to like do this thing too mm-hmm. so like I had a chance to explain my story to them and like it was really weird because it's like they're like around my age and I'm telling them my story. But then there's kids who were there like like I think eighteen, sixteen years old who were also speaking and like I'm just talking to them, they're telling me like, yeah, they've been dealing with like cancer for like mostly the half of their lives. Oh my god. And like I just think about it more and I'm just like, yo, like sometimes we we take life so like for granted so much and it gets me 100%. It gets me mad because you don't really realize like yeah. the struggle that other people go through. Hundred percent. It's like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, like I, I think that I like to this day I'm thankful for my friend for like t- like let me like be a guest speaker and everything. Mm-hmm. But like it literally like made my eyes like open. It's like something that I needed because at the end of the night like I had like all these emotions and I I just cried. Of course. It was, like, weird. But, like, it's just, like, because I never, like, cried in front of one, um, mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. about it. So, like, I just cried that whole night. First of all, let me just point out the irony of you being nervous to speak in front of two cameras, but you spoke in front of 100 people. Well, you know what? <laughs> like, it's weird. Like, I told, yeah. I, like, at that day, I, I was a nervous wreck, too. I, I like, I'm still nervous mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. I, I'm horrible at public speaking. I'm... I just get like jittery. I get like shakes. I get diarrhea. I get everything <laughs> that you could think about. Like it's not pretty when when like every oh time God. in school, when we had like a presentation or anything, I would just fake throwing up. I would actually throw up sometimes. I would Stop. just like ask to go home. Like I would always avoid any public presentation. It could be in front of the classroom front of my friends i just couldn't do it which is ironic because now i host the podcast where yeah. i'm just like like, like trying to, it's super crazy i don't know dude like yeah. i i think like what was it when i was younger I, uh, same thing like i would like try to run away but like at that stage i was like doing this hubba, 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 hubba. like i would like stutter oh stutter like, yeah i'm like huh yeah mm-hmm. me too no i still stutter to this day in Portuguese for some reason. Really? Like, I'll choke, like, it's super like randomly. Words? Yeah, yeah, like, like super randomly. And more now because I'm, so I don't know if you know, but, um, so I lived in Brazil. So I went to high school in Brazil. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, tell me. So tell me. full high school in Brazil. Uh, Which part of Brazil? Uh, it's the, 
uh, I don't I don't know if you're familiar with. Let me see of a state that's kind of famous. Do you know Brasilia? It's yeah, I've Brasilia. heard. I've heard of it. So it's about like an hour away. It's called Goiás. Okay. Okay. Yes. Goiás. And so I went to. Let me just give you a, a, a quick like backstory. So okay. I was born in Brazil, came to the U.S. with my mom at, when I was around like two years old, grew up in Jersey, moved around a lot, uh, moved around. Uh, I spent some time in Philly, uh, North Carolina. Oh, Jesus. Uh, North Brunswick, which is Jersey. Yeah. But like basically I just moved around a lot. And then when I was around maybe 13, I moved back to Brazil with my mom. And then we lived there until I was 18. So, wow. yeah, so roughly like five or six years, roughly. I think I was 12. So I went to high school and I finished, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's not middle school. So okay. I, I finished middle school in Brazil, did high school, and then I came back. And so my English and Portuguese kind of really um, alternated dramatically because I was, you know, like I, I grew up here and then I had to move, to move to Brazil. I had to learn how to speak Portuguese like correctly. I had to learn how to write basically from the ground up because I didn't really know. Yeah. Other than speaking with my mom in the house after school, but I would only speak English here. And then in Brazil, I had to learn everything. And then I came back and I had already forgotten a little bit of my English. So I came back and my English was like super broken and super fucked up. And so I had to just, you know, like do that thing. And then in basically like speaking Portuguese now, I get words mixed up in my head, I guess. And then I just start stuttering like crazy. I, but uh, yeah. No, like, dude, I think I, anyone who's ever in that position would do the yeah. same thing. Cause it's super like nerve wracking too. Like, yeah. so, so do you speak like other languages at all? So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm laughing because. Everyone always makes fun fun of me, Loki. Well, at least my friends, because so um, because like they, I would say like I don't speak any other language, mm -hmm. but I can understand a little bit, uh, like Spanish, of course. Okay. Or like a little bit Chinese, mm -hmm. but not like fully. Like I can just like, like I hear like my parents talk or my friends talk, and I'm mm -hmm. just, I'm, I'm just like okay, I know what they're like kind of mm -hmm. talking about. But then my friends will like make like jokes and they'll be like, "No, you don't. You don't know what you I'm don't about. have any idea what they're talking about." Yeah, and then That's like, crazy. but like it's like funny because I had like something similar like that when mm -hmm. I was younger. Like, um, I would go to like both of my grandparents' house and like I I I was born here in New Jersey and like, um, lived in the Union basically like my whole life kind okay. of. But mm -hmm. my grandparents they both lived in Elizabeth. And they both came from the native country. So, like, my mom came from, like, Medellin, Colombia. And, like, my dad came from China, like, a small town, like, outside of Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And um, they met Elizabeth. But, like, basically, I, I would go to both of my grandparents' house when I was younger. And literally, like, they would not know how to speak English. So, they would, like, kind of talk to me, like. In the their, language. Like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. their language. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when I had to, like, I, is it kindergarten that you have to go to? Yeah, uh, Pre-K, kindergarten. Yeah. Like, kindergarten is the one that you that you have to go to. And then pre-K is, like, an option if you want to take your kid, I think. It was, like, one of them. But, like, um, when I started going to school, like, that's when, like, I couldn't really speak English. Because mm. I would get the words mixed up. So I would say, like, um, for example, like, 
I would like want food, but I would want bread. I would be like baba, like because like the bread like we eat is like is baba mm -hmm. in Chinese, and then like I would say something else in like Spanish, but it was like oh. it's, it wouldn't be like fluent. It would be like one word. Yeah, but and, you would just get them like mixed up in the moment. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure if the like the teachers like saw me back then, of course, like there's like back then, especially when like languages that weren't like popular to know now, like they were like looking at me like. Yo, this kid is like, is like, like this fucked up. Saying like, like nothing with nothing. What's going on here? This kid wants baba. What the hell is baba? <laughs> what the we only have bread, kid. Like, you want bread or not? I'm just like, like yeah, uh... give me baba. And, like, <laughs> and they're like, the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, it's that's so, like, funny. Though. It's it's funny. Like, it's a funny story to tell because like people always ask like, so like you're Colombian, you're Chinese, you can speak both, right? I'm just like, sadly, no. Mm -hmm. Or like, I can understand it a little bit, but like, yeah. I I wish I can like speak both but i was I about to it. ask um if you have like any want to like maybe eventually learn them or, or stuff like that oh hell yeah have you ever been to china or to colombia to like visit okay so don't hate me so no, i ha haven't no i haven't but i had like an opportunity to go to both actually okay. when i was younger so i had a chance to go to china when i was like five years old but i didn't want to go because my my sister was like my best friend mm -hmm. and like my older sister was going, but my other sister didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to go without my parents because it would be my just my like Chinese side. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't want to leave my mom. No. Mm -hmm. So like I I oh, didn't go. Yeah. And then um in high school I had the chance to go to Columbia, but like I again I was like busy with sports and everything. Mm -hmm. So in school. So I was just like, I don't really want to leave. Yeah. But like I look back at it now, I'm just like man like I, I messed up like i wish i would yeah but you still have time to do that like like in the future and stuff if do you have any desire to live anywhere else in the world other than the u.s if you could like let's say that's you, a good question if if you could live somewhere and you're financially secure and you're financially good and you want to spend like six months in a country like what country would you choose damn hmm Besides Hawaii? Besides Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. Besides Hawaii. Um, and Cuba. Well, 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 it, well, it could be Cuba. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be in Cuba. Yeah, because Cuba is kind of sketchy right now. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. The cars are gorgeous. Yeah. They're from, like, 1970 or 50s or something. Yeah. It's, like, those nice, cool, like, retro cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the one country I would love to stay at, I have to admit... I, it's like been my favorite, but like I have multiple, mm -hmm. but this one has been like my favorite. Is like Australia. It's, Australia. Yeah, I love. What about it? Do you like? Like attracts you? Australia is just like a gorgeous place. It's it looks like amazing. It's gorgeous. It has unique animals that could kill you. Mm -hmm. All the animals that all could around kill you. you too, like a, a, a spider, uh, red uh, red widow. I think is what is what it's called. Is it called a red widow? Black widow. Oh no, but we have black widows here. We did, do, right? Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know. You know that about. the Australians have these huge spiders that are like the size of the birds. I've seen videos on Twitter, I think, of like Australians filming stuff that they find in their house and stuff. And it's just like these huge animals that, yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I had a friend who lived in Australia and she would tell me like that's only in like the outskirts of the cities. Oh. Let's just say if you if you live there, mm -hmm. not in like the main cities. So that's what's telling me like, okay, I'll survive. 
So, th- so that's kind of like in the um, farmlands of like Australia, kind of like the outskirts, just like you said. It's yeah. like more rustic. Yeah, a little feel. bit. Yeah. But like the the, you you're still gonna see like wildlife. The the ones that are trying to kill you. Like, I I'm pretty sure what was it? There was like a I think I saw on Twitter too, like this huge spider that was on a garbage can. I don't know. I saw a few spiders from Australia. Yeah. 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 I. I I've seen some like on the ceiling. I've seen sharks. The sharks there are huge. They jump out of the water to like eat the birds or some shit like that. Something crazy. Great way sharks. I love sharks. sharks. Yeah, that's you an, love sharks. I love sharks. You can. I have a shark um, decal on my car. Like I, I, really? I love sharks. They're beautiful creatures. Have you ever like met one up close? I know. Well, actually, by accident when I was in Key West, um, I think it was last year. I was in no. Probably 2019. I was, um, we were doing like snorkeling, and like me and my cousin jumped in. And when we jumped in, there was like a nurse shark that was just passing by, mm-hmm. and we were like next to it, and it was like gorgeous. And wow. what nurse sharks are not deadly, anyone? Let me just Google that because yes. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like nurse shark. Yeah. Is it like similar to like a great white? Like in no. terms of looks? No? no, nothing like that. Nurse shark. Let's see. Oh, those are I've like, seen these before. Those are one of the sharks that you want to have by you because okay. they don't bite you. They don't attack humans at all. So these are the sharks that you actually want by you. Oh, yeah. They have like multiple fins and stuff or these things right here. I don't know what they're called. Do, or, yeah, it's right fins, fins. Fins, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what shark is like really ugly? Hammerhead? No, actually hammerheads are really ugly. Yeah. Goblin shark. Put a goblin shark. I think I've heard of that. A goblin shark. Oh. And those are I've scary. I've seen these. I think I've seen it on National Geographic. It's like a, a show, I think, or something like that. Shark Week, probably? Maybe, yeah. And then its mouth kind of like expands kind of weirdly. And yeah. then it gobbles it and then it goes back in or some yeah, sort of that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, it's one that like old oldest sharks is not the oldest oldest but it's like one of the oldest sharks that has that that feature and like leave it lives like down in the depths of the ocean Mm -hmm. it's like i i think that was like my favorite shark when i was growing up just because how different it was it looks crazy it kind of looks like a dinosaur like something that was like roaming with the dinosaurs you know definitely a hundred percent like look at that picture that's definitely like back then and like prehistoric and shit have you seen the Megalodons? Megalodons, yes. Yeah. At one point, I was obsessed with them. Even before that um, famous movie came out. The Megalodon yeah. movie? Yeah. Like, even before that, I saw a few, like, documentaries of them comparing the mouth with, like, a human body and stuff. And, it, and, and like, a great white shark it's one? It's huge. Yeah, like, the great white shark is, like, this big. And then the Megalodon is, like, cute. Like, I don't yeah. know. She looks wild. Do you think they still exist? Oh, I was just about to ask you that. Like, I honestly, low-key in my heart, I want to say they do mm-hmm. i know like i want to say that that movie that came out the megalodon movie like i want to be like yeah that's like really what happened like yeah. they're actually stuck underneath that layer because yeah. like that layer the what was it the um i'll just google it real quick yeah you know what i'm talking about megalodon. it's like an ice layer type of thing no it's like this like fog layer it's actually like they have one person who a couple people who actually passed that layer the ter- 
Are you talking about? Oh, it's um something trench. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maradona uh, or something. Mary something trench. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Mariana Trench is right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I Mariana honestly, Trent, yeah. like, because there's only, they did a documentary where they had, like, people actually go down there for, like, a couple of, like, minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they brought them back up. But like, they, when they went down there, they found, like, different creatures down there. And it was, like, it's pitch black. So, like, in reality, like, and I've, like, watched videos, not to be weird or anything. I mm-hmm. watch videos of people talking about it. And honestly, it could be, like, a Megalodon could be alive let's just say yeah. underneath that um the mariana trench mm-hmm. but it's not how they were back then like in the prime time like the yeah. most scariest shark it could be that now like their body like transformed and they could be blind and that Ooh. they could actually be eating like something else like planktons or like bigger fishes that are down in the mariana mariana, mariana mm-hmm. trench yeah but at the same time they did say that it could not be true too because they're such a big creature mm-hmm. that they need like a lot of food to be eating that makes a lot of sense evolutionary wise because just like you said back then they had like these weird dinosaur um era type animals in the ocean and then yeah. maybe that was like their their main meal and then once those went extinct they had to just adapt over time and feed off a of plankton or something like that yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the sad part, but also yeah. be, also beauty into it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you see like how like everything like transforms because it's of nature. It's always changing. Yeah, like yeah. what was it? Did you know that we're not really supposed to be having like dairy products at all? I've I've seen a few theories on that, on how on how objectively it's super weird because if you think about it, like we're we're stealing this this um you know like this life formula yeah from another mammal yeah and it's not really meant to like satiate us and not really meant to like as like a nutrition thing is is that the theory i don't know um, well i was thinking <laughs> about like how our body is because us mm. at hu- us as humans you know how people have like lactose intolerant or they're lactose intolerant yeah so like when they're lactose intolerant, it's because, like, their body can't, like, process the the dairy products itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, people have said that, like, us as human beings, we have been evolved too much too quickly, especially with the internet, too. That, like, sometimes, like, our body is, like, deteriorating because of it. Because, oh. like, we can't, like, process or do stuff how we would. Because normally, like, our evolution has evolved ten times quicker than any other Okay. If you think about it. Yeah. So, like, us, like, with, like, lactose intolerant, as an example, like, not everyone can, like, process that. Like, mm-hmm. some people can, but not everyone processes it. But we're not supposed to be even, even like, eating dairy products, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, a whole, like, um, curveball that goes through us. But, like, as yeah. human beings also, like, we've been, like, we'll, we'll like, get, like, different curveballs thrown at each mm-hmm. other, like, left to right. Because we've also been marketed by mainstream companies for example to consume dairy products and then there's that famous campaign got milk right yeah which is the one that really catapulted the whole thing but what you said makes sense though because i would think that the only time that humans are supposed to drink milk is at like the nursery phase it's like when you're developing as an infant and then you have to like you know and then it makes sense but it's from your mother it's from the person who bore you you know yeah and she has the like the nutrients that you actually really need to have correct ones and it's not processed it's not infused with like um 
steroids or, yeah. or or you don't go through the cow's diet, right? The cow is eating, um, I don't know, like eating poorly and it's being injected with like these steroids or like all of those things that make the milk more profitable, I guess. I Which know. is scary, to be honest, because you, you don't really think about it. And I feel bad about that, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Like that's like one of the, the things I think about and I'm just like, damn, like, I wonder how this cow feels. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, just like any like other it's like all the animals but like like it's just like you're really putting stuff in your body that's really bad for you and yeah. then and i think that's what kind of like messes us messes us up later on too yeah no no for sure and and we're stripping the cow of its like um naturally given um like substance that it's meant for like her cattle and like it's meant for her um is that the right word for baby cows cattle is it calves 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 yeah yeah so you're close you're close so so it's it's meant for them and not for humans and then we just go and literally milk the shit out of it and, yeah and then it suffers because of it and it's funny that you bring up like a cow's feeling and stuff because i mentioned this on a past podcast about um are you familiar with like dmt DMT, that sounds familiar, to be um, honest. Ayahuasca ceremonies in Peru. It's like a psychedelic experience. Oh, wait. Is this the one that, like, they have to burn something? And then they have to, like, um, there's, like, there's different. That sounds so familiar. Mm-hmm. I seen it on a video. It was a video. Actually, it was a video for... I think a group of content creators that mm. they ha- actually had to do that whole process. Mm-hmm. And it was like a group of them because they wanted to also get blessed at the same time too. I think it's part of that too. Yeah. 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 So it's like, a. so the easiest way to explain it is if you go to an ayahuasca ceremony, it's exactly what you said. Like they have um, incenses and they like burn these herb um, herbs to kind of like purify, uh, purify your soul, purify, your surroundings and purify the environment, but it's essentially this drug that you ingest. And then it's supposed to connect you with like this, this other dimension. That's cool. Like it gets crazy to a point where people who have been on it on both DMT and ayahuasca, they've painted what they see and look what like comes up. Watch. I'll show you. I'm, um, I'm curious. I want to see this DMT artwork. It's super trippy. But they claim that this allows you access into like this other dimension when you're on it. So this is what you see kind of. So this is probably someone's living room. And then it turns into this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I would... Whoa. It's just crazy. Like, it's... I will okay. I'm not gonna lie. I would love to try this just to see. Just to see what happens. Yeah. Like, just try it out. Cause I know that the the video that I saw was like the con. It was like a group of like popular content creators, mm-hmm. and they were going. I forgot where they were going, but they were going to do like this big thing that was like a huge um, 
like content. Like I forgot where, but they were going somewhere where it's kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. But they said that to do that, like um, ritual, is it? Ritual, yeah, yeah. They said that they had to do that ritual, and like each one person like went through, it and they said that like their like time doing it was like amazing. Mm-hmm. And like I was curious about it, and no, like I'm super curious about it. Yeah, like I'm just like if you can see that, like no, and. It was probably ayahuasca because Peru is known is not like it's kind of dangerous too. Like it's like a third world country, just like Brazil is and stuff. It's kind of like like a lot of crime. So maybe it was. But the whole idea of this is like during the ceremony, the experience itself, especially with ayahuasca, isn't the most pleasant one because a lot of people, they purge. So they throw up, they have episodes, Really, they cry, they scream. And the whole idea is for you to really purge all of the energy, spiritual energy, they say, um, and just like re- like relieve yourself of any like emotional baggage that you have. And then w- just coming full circle with what you said about the cow, one of the craziest things is that they recommend you go on like a strict vegan diet a week prior to the ceremony so that you don't experience the traumas of the animals that you ate. ate. Because during this ceremony, you'll experience the trauma of the chicken that you ate yesterday. You'll, you'll experience the trauma of the cow that you drank the milk of. You'll experience and feel their traumas. Uh, it's the craziest thing ever. I'm telling you right now, if that happened to me, I think I would lose my myself like, lose your shit yeah i would lose my shit yeah me too because because i don't even know what that means I, I, i'm just like i'm visually imagining me sobbing because <laughs> i like drank some cow's milk and like literally i could see the cow being tortured yo you know how you see those pita um oh yeah yeah, yeah. those videos? like factory farming videos and stuff so, yeah yo i i i feel like Imagine eating a chicken from there and then doing this. No. <laughs> I feel like I would be so messed up. Mm-hmm. You would sob uncontrollably exactly, on the ground. Exactly. I feel like I'd be crying and just be like, I don't want to eat chicken no more. And a even, lot of people turn vegan because of this. Yeah, no. Oh, because of this? Yeah, because like they're just traumatized and they'll go like on a strict just, just nature diet. It's like they'll only consume stuff that nature produces, you know, like fruits, vegetables, that's it. Insects. Insects, maybe, yeah. Like, uh, cricket protein is on the rise, actually. People are consuming it. I don't know. You know, I saw... I, I don't know how it got on my feet. Don't ask me. Okay. But I saw this girl um, grabbing cicadas. Because uh, this year is supposed to be yeah, the big yeah, year yeah. for the cicadas. It's like 15 years, right? Like, they spend 15 years underground, and then they come up, I think. I thought it was every seven years, no? Is it seven years? It might be seven years. I don't... I, only, I might have just made that up. No, 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 no. It's like either 15 or 7 because um, I just remember in high school, the cicada cycle was like my senior or junior year. And I remember walking home and I was like freaking the F out. Mm-hmm. It says there are at least, uh, so there's 15 separate cycles. Okay. So you, you, you were half, right? Some emerge every 17 years while others come out every 13 years. Okay, so I don't know. No, I don't know where I got seven years from. Yeah, so she was eating these? Yeah, so she was like, this girl was like grabbing the cicadas coming out from the shell and even grabbed the old shells. She literally put it in a box. She froze them to death because she said that's the most like humane way to do it. 
and then she put them on the pan, fry them, and then she put um, this type of sauce out on it or something like that. I don't know what the sauce is, but she put a type of sauce, like <laughs> all crazy. the seasoning on it. That's crazy. I'm telling you this. It's like mad crazy. And like, it literally looked like like fried chicken in the end, kind of. Uh. And then you eat it, and she says, like, really good because it's supposed to give you all these proteins and other stuff. But in my head, I'm just like, you're eating a creature, not a creature, you're eating an insect that has like big red eyes and mm-hmm. makes a loud noises. How the hell can you do that? I'm gonna try to find this video. Do you think it's on YouTube? Maybe. Girl. Eating cicadas. Eating. I like, I'm pretty sure I saw it on Instagram, but it was. Yeah, it was probably on the, maybe if I go on Google. If I find that video, I'm gonna send it to you. Eating cicadas. Oops. Cause it was, oh. Is it this girl? No, like she actually shows the whole process of like cooking in oh, everything. No. Yeah, no. If you find it, just like send me it, cause I'm ugh. like. I get curious, but at the same time, I'll I'll probably start gagging. And so I'm like, oh, Jesus, it's just super disgusting to think about eating insects in it's, general. It's so weird. Like, I, uh, no, I don't, I feel you, I feel you. Like, have you ever ate in? No. No. No, but I have one friend, um, shout out to Beto. Um, he's actually Brazilian. Okay. And he lives in Brazil, and he went to China once. Oh, man. And in China, I think at, like, the um, food market, he yeah. ate. Uh, cockroaches i think or something like that yeah right yeah <laughs> is that like normal <laughs> or like, or like what's going on there like, you know what like people that's actually like we find it weird here but he said there it's completely normal like, yeah, everybody does it and uh, it's not that bad according I, was, to him. I was just about to say like I'm, so like yeah, you anywhere like in general mm-hmm. like you'll find weird weird stuff that people yeah, eat like regional stuff that's like, like their thing yeah like, yeah and like so I cockroach. I remember seeing that and hearing about that, and like it is a it is a thing in in China, mm-hmm. and like how they do it is like the similar how they do the scorpions too. Have you seen people eat scorpions? I've seen scorpions. I've seen scorpions, grasshoppers. I've seen cockroaches. Yeah. The the worms too. Worms, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like, larva worms, and yeah, stuff like that. yeah, yeah. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. But that's literally it, though. Like, like if you think about it, you'll make do with what you have abundance of. So, excuse me. So, like, for example, we view shrimp as a delicacy. Yeah. We view shrimp as, like, this higher-end thing and lobsters, too. But if you remove them from the water, like, they look like insects, basically, because they're insects of the sea kind of thing, you know? that's a good perspective isn't I didn't, it that, that i didn't think about that that's a really great perspective actually because they're super weird look like like if you get an uncooked shrimp it has all of those like legs and stuff like it looks terrifying but yeah. then you eat it and then it's presented in like a bowl at like a french restaurant a higher-end restaurant and then everybody's like oh this is chic like this is this, like, is, what this it is. is what it is yeah so it so like that's why I don't like have any prejudice like like prejudices or I don't like judge any culture that eats anything weird like there are cultures that eat bull testicles. Yeah, I've heard of that. You know, I've heard so of that. it's like you just make do with what you have. So if in China you have this abundance of like maybe rodents and stuff, and there's protein in that, and like you said, survival of the fittest, and why not? You know, like no, it's true. And you know what? Like I'm pretty sure people 
like <clears throat> from outside of the country looks at us weird too because like <clears throat> we eat cow and they and like in India for example they don't yeah. eat cow at all they let them free. It's like sacred there, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. sacred. And then what was it? I went to Portugal like in 2018 and I was with my best friend and we went to this like um a restaurant or like this this someone's house that makes food and they sell them. <laughs> and literally the sign was like saying horse meat. Ooh. And I'm just like like making pieces I was like wait they they sell horse meat here <laughs> and did you guys eat it no we didn't no. eat it i i can't do that. what's the weirdest food that you've ever ingested <sighs> okay so the weirdest food i've ever ingested was a if i'm not mistaken i think a a squirrel's heart a squirrel's heart yeah oh no it wasn't a squirrel's heart it was um uh, you know the red squirrels, mm-hmm. not chipmunks. It's like apparently a red squirrel or something. Mm-hmm. Me, mm. I have. I was offered to eat a, a squirrel's heart, but I said no. My sister did that. Oh wow! It was for um, ROTC, which is like J, um, Junior Reserves Officers Training Corps. Okay. Um, and it was in high school, and like I, me and my sister's done it for like forever, mm-hmm. basically. But we went to basic um, camp, which is like just like a like a boot camp type of thing yeah yeah basically okay. like a boot camp that's what it is so it's not your regular like fun like summer camp it's like a boot camp where you actually have to do it's like a military type of thing vibe yeah like discipline yeah type. okay but yeah. like it was fun because it was not it wasn't just our high school it was like other people together mm-hmm. and we did things together so we did like competitions we did like all the stuff that you have to do yeah and they taught us like stuff um, that we should eat and not eat in like the wilderness and like oh like a survival thing yeah so now like, it makes sense I'm like trying to like understand <laughs> where where do squirrel hearts come into play it's, but now it, but now it makes sense yeah. yeah survival you're in the woods and you see squirrels all around you like what should you okay like so I ate like squirrel meat but the squirrel heart I didn't do I didn't eat but like you can put like season it and stuff and like mm-hmm. honestly like it tastes like chicken. Everything tastes like chicken, right? Yeah. Like that's a common thing. Like, oh, like someone's eating Bigfoot. Like, oh, like what does it taste like? It tastes like chicken. It tastes it's like, like chicken. <laughs> it's it's all in the seasoning. And that goes into play with like veganism too. Like yes. all of vegan meat is basically tofu. And then tofu is like this this clay that you can kind of mold into steak and you can kind of mold into fish. You can mold into chicken. What like hamburgers too? What? Like um, I don't know how to explain it, but my sister's vegan and, and oh, she, she is yeah and she'll buy like tofu and then she'll make like different variations of it so she'll make like chicken and then she'll make like a, a beef type of thing i don't know how to explain it oh, but that's... she does her own thing with like different seasonings and stuff i don't know that's awesome though because and, yeah like my mom loves tofu don't get me wrong yeah and then like i go to this chinese restaurant and it's like i don't know how to explain it so they had this like bowl and it's like all white it's tofu mm-hmm but then they have this like syrup that you add into it and it makes it sweet. Mm. So it's like a type of breakfast um, entree you can eat in the okay. morning time. Because that's what me and my mom do. And like my family, we get it at like a dim sum place. Mm-hmm. I don't know the proper name for it, but I know it's tofu and the syrup is like um, a clear syrup. And when you eat it, it's like sweet. Ooh. and you mix it together and it's honestly really good it's like one of my favorites and i don't like tofu that's so interesting yeah 
see like i would never think of tofu as being like a breakfast thing and then again it is you know it's because like tofu is that weird thing that could be anything yeah it's just wild to me and there's protein in it too like it's like packed with like nutrients and stuff i think all the all the stuff that we don't get every day (laughs) yeah literally so um right now which is crazy to me like we're already at one hour and six minutes oh really yeah oh shit so um we should start wrapping up but yeah so i don't know if you ever saw any of the um past episodes but at the very end i like to ask people to um pretend like they're walking on the world stage oh my god do you know what's coming or no no i don't but i'm scared don't be scared um everybody gets like like everybody rolls their eyes as soon as i'm like explaining it and stuff because they're like oh my god like what am i gonna say but imagine okay. no pressure you're <laughs> you're just walking on the world stage everybody on the planet okay is it's- given in um in ear device right where everything you say right now is going to be translated into their language so they're going to understand you clearly and perfectly so everyone's like listening to me everybody's basically. stopping their lives right now waking up wherever they are everybody has their eyes on you wow that that's a pressure no pressure right no. Like it's just like simple oh yeah no whatever. pressure so um walking on the world stage staring into that camera oh man don't overthink it it could be one word it could be one phrase it could be a question it could be in advice, it could be a lesson. It could be anything you feel in the moment that you want to tell all of humanity if you had the opportunity and you do right now. So yeah. just look at that camera and just say whatever you feel like you need them to hear, like you want the world to hear right now. You know what? Because of everything going on right now, um, I think that damn this is so weird i feel like i'm like a president or something like that's how you should feel because you're talking to the whole world right now damn you're more popular than drake justin bieber everybody i don't know about that drake- and they're and they're all watching right now too like drake's like hold up like well, what does tiffany have to say right now <laughs> imagine he's like <laughs> she's what? like stop recording the album you know like let's listen to what she has to say oh my god this okay 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 um <laughs> so if I had the chance to, like, talk to the whole world and they were listening, I think I would tell them, like, to live their life to the fullest. Be happy. Enjoy everything that you're doing now. Don't take anything for, like, regret. And that, like, you should honestly just be thankful for everything that you do and, like, have coming for you. Because everything's, like, you just never know what's the possibility. You Like, anything can happen to you so like take the moments that you have now and make the best of it like literally make the memories i think that's like like amazing yeah i think that's what i would i would say like if it's like especially now like with Mm -hmm. everything that happened with covid especially yeah like a lot of people lost people that they loved a lot of people went through hard stuff like everyone went through everything together without Mm -hmm. realizing it yeah. Sometimes, like, like, don't get me wrong. People know, but like, I think people don't know the depths of like how like connected other people are because they don't show it. Yeah. Or or just how valuable life is, right? Because like moments like COVID, which I lost a fair amount of people as well, like close friends. I lost mentors. I'm sorry. It happens, and it probably happened to a lot of people out there. And I think that it 
it's like especially during these times when you see all this hardship going on around you you see people falling left and right it's when you really have to like be honest with yourself and just ask like what is life to you and what do you want to get out of it you know because i think it's easy just like you said to take everything for granted to wake up every day and just assume that oh like um 10 years from now 20 years from now I'll finally do whatever I like really want to do. And then for now, I'll just, you know, continue at my shitty job at my nine to five. I'll, you know, continue clocking in. I'll continue putting my dreams aside in order to pay bills, in order to just get by and do this and that. Yeah. Thinking that way, I think, is the most flawed thing that we humans do because we always assume that we're going to be alive in 10 years. I could die tomorrow. We honestly, knock on wood. Like, knock on wood, yeah. But like, God forbid that. Yeah, but like, but you have to think, like, obviously not paranoid in a sense where you wake up every day and you're scared to go outside because you're like, oh, like, I could die. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not, gonna... not paranoid. But you have to just understand that life is like nothing's granted. Like, like nothing is given to you. Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. That's that's the word I'm looking for. It's like nothing's guaranteed. So you just have to, just like I said, put on a smile and just be happy and just be as happy as you can and try to spread positivity to, to to those around you because i know very well that there's like a lot of negativity out there you know like like it's hard for you to keep a positive mindset it's it's hard you know what it's <clears throat> mostly because of like what society puts us through it's like yeah. the pressure and everything and then you know what that's what gets people like not motivated to do like anything that they want and you know what like i'm not gonna lie i've been there like and there's oh my bad no, I've, I've been there like in the past like there's times that, like, I literally disappear from my friends. There's times that I, I literally disappear from, like, my work. And it's because, like, I'm not mentally there right now to just do it. And, like, I try to, like, help other people. But sometimes you can't help other people when you're, like, not there. Exactly. Like, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself if you want to help the person next to you. Like, that's what they tell you on the airplane. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to save the person next to you if you can't save yourself? Yeah. And it's... It's sad because you want to help other people, but yeah. at the same time, it's just like you can't do it right now. Like, yeah. how? I think it's okay to be selfish in order for you to be selfless, if that makes sense. You know, like you have to kind yeah. of worry about yourself and how you are right now if you want to give people the best version of yourself, if possible. No, I agree 100%. And like mm -hmm. sometimes, like, even when you know someone is going through something like rough, like a little like, hey, like, just know you're not alone. Or like yeah. a little like, hey, like, just know, like, you got this. And, like, just saying those little stuff, like, mm -hmm. helps people, like, tremendously. Like, too. small little messages like that, 100%. So, with that, um, that was a great message. I think that I would say something similar, too, like, to that extent, especially during these times where everybody kind of suffered together and kind of went through the same thing, like, faced the same enemy type of thing. Yeah. And I think it was the first time, at, at least in my lifetime and I think in your lifetime and everybody's lifetime listening to this, that yeah. we saw the world kind of, like, rally together to face this one common enemy instead of, like, facing each other, if that makes sense. No, definitely, 100%. And, yeah. like, I think this, like, past year in general was, like, a roller coaster for yeah. everyone. Even now, like... It's still going on now for everyone. And it's like, like what else can go wrong, sadly? But mm -hmm. like, it happens. It's like life. And this is just a different version that we're we're going through right now. Like, yeah. it's always going to happen. It's going to be a different thing. Yeah. Apparently, like, aliens are real, so. Yeah. June 1st. Is when they're supposed to announce? They're supposed to announce it. I. So save save the date. Yes. 
and we'll see what the Pentagon has to tell us, and we'll see if we believe in him. Do you believe? A hundred percent. I'm with you. I hundred percent. I'm so with you. Space is too. I, I don't know. Like, listen. Like, I'm not a religious person. I don't know if you are. Okay. No. I'm like I'm. The camera's on me. I can't say this, mom. <laughs> mom, <laughs> my, turn this off. Real mom, quick at this <laughs> moment, don't listen to what I'm Close about your to eyes, say. La, 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 just like you know, start I, I'm like I'm a, I'm religious. Yeah. I am religious. Like I like I spiritually more. Like I I like to be more spiritual. Me too. I think there's like some like flaws and old like things that are in mm-hmm. like certain contexts. Let's yeah, just say yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that should not be applied now. It's like outdated yeah. concepts, right? Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm really spiritual to a point where like I meditate every single morning. I try to like journal, even like I'm just very in touch with my emotional side Good. and my spiritual side too. Like I try to keep those two things like always as healthy as possible. As much as I try to keep my body, like I try to keep my mind and my soul kind of thing. You're you know? like in a child. Yeah, exactly. And that's why childhood, uh, childlike crea- uh, creativity is important to me, which is what Kanye said. Yes. Um, it's like always like trying to trying to manifest that childlike creativity in everything you do. So it's like that childlike curiosity through this podcast. Like I'll ask a seemingly dumb questions sometimes, but it's like things that maybe my child, wants my to inner say. child wants to know. You know, like it's like yeah. it seems stupid, but... So yeah, so th- those things I think you can never let die out, like die out. And the saddest thing that you can see is in a is like a grown ass person who has no trace of their child, like like their inner child. Yeah, you know yeah. what? But that again, that leads back to like society, like yeah. literally back. They they killed it. Yeah, yeah, like back then, like compared to now, at least like back then, like people were taught differently. Now it's like yeah. it's more free spirit, at least in the areas that we live like there's still like areas in united states like yeah that are more like conservative and like kind of like just antiquated in their way of thinking yeah which is you know what like really sad because you're only seeing one perspective and not seeing the whole rainbow in it yeah and like i feel bad for those people low-key yeah because because they're selling themselves short because like they're not allowing themselves to kind of be welcome into what the the um what do you call it? The um, shared consciousness is like participating in this conversation. And there are a lot of people who are being left out, but not be, like by choice of the shared consciousness, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like it's by their own resolve that they're just refusing to step into that room and sit at that table. And so they're just being left behind. And so like just just like I said, like we can't help but feel bad for them, you know, because like they think that they're going against what the shared consciousness believes in. But in reality, they're just going against themselves. Yeah, and so just be it, left behind. it's what can you do? Like, there's only so much you can do for that one person, or like the people who thinks that yeah. way, unless they want to like see the other side. Yeah. And like slowly, like I think, I think the whole United States knows it, but like at the same time, it just depends on like the people that is surrounding them. Also, yeah. the willingness to to learn and to grow, I think, is a prerequisite for any transformation, right? So like you can't. You can't guide a horse to water and force it to drink the water, right? You can guide a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink the water. Like it has to want to drink the water. It does it by its own resolve. And I and I think that that's how I approach people in general. It's like if I kind of feel that you're a person who doesn't want to be helped and stuff, like I'm like, okay, like I can't help you then. Like you have to open the door for me to step in. That's it. 
interesting quote, and I love it a lot because I never heard of it. First of all, and really? Yeah, I never yeah. heard of it actually. First of all, and second of all, like I I understand what you're like what you mean by that a hundred percent. Because I've dealt with a lot of ignorant people in my life, and <laughs> and I think we all have. Yeah. And I think that our natural like tendency or or intuition is to like try to like want to fix these people it's like oh like i could fix this person like this person's ignorant but i'm gonna show them the truth i'm gonna unveil the truth to them like i'm gonna try to better them but you can't because like that's just energy wasted it's like that person has to first open their doors and invite you in and say okay i'm ready i put my ego aside i put my pride and i'm ready now to just step down off my high horse and just really just be humble enough to understand that i'm that that I don't know everything. Yeah, no, like even like it could go to like people who are just negative too. Yeah. Like and it's like you know what? It's a, like I feel like it's it's sad, but like like it's that like type of negativity like really brings down people. Mm-hmm. And like you don't realize it or like um people try to help you out and you're just so like stuck in that rut that like mm-hmm. it just like slowly like what's the proper word? Like it it contaminates you too, like it like you get contaminated by it, like the, yeah, the it, more you stay around it. Yeah, it like basically like affects your aurora. Aura. Aura. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I I was thinking aurora is like something else. Aurora is a character in like a cartoon, no? It, it is actually. I forgot what From cartoon. Where? Yeah, aurora. It is a what? character. I just don't know where. That's such a similar name. I think uh, Aurora is also like... Um, it's Norwegian? No, I think it's A-U-R-A. Try that. A-U-R-A. I spelled it all wrong. No, you're fine. Aurora? Like that? Yeah, I think it's like that. Let's see. I've definitely heard this before. Not, not her though. I don't. Not her. I don't know who this chick is, but I've oh Frozen too. Oh, Frozen. I've never seen Frozen. Um, oh, I I have. I have to admit, but I don't remember. Now you're gonna make me go back and watch. Frozen. Is it from a video game? It 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 has been said in video games in the past. Yeah, probably. I don't know, but but that's a, a dope name though, Aurora. Aurora. But but anyways, yeah. So sorry, <laughs> we just <laughs> you went jumped. on Google and saw this lady's face. Now I don't know where. No way. No way. Conversation. Yeah. She. Oh, look at that. Cra- you know what? I just came from um a birthday party yeah. um the other day, and my friend he had like a a crown, and mm. he had to deliver from Ukraine, and it's like a king's crown. I don't know how he found it, but it, it was really nice. And it's like an actual crown. It's like a, it's like, it's like, like metal and everything. Like it's mm-hmm. actually like a, a crown. And like, I thought it was it was plastic at first because like, it just like looked like plastic. But when mm-hmm. I touched it, he told me like, no, this is from like Ukraine. Like I actually ordered it. I was just like, holy crap, that's like, dope. Yeah, but I I just thought of that because she was wearing something. Yeah, she's wearing something dope on her head. I don't know what that is, but it looks nice. Yeah, it, it could be the new the new style for this year, to be honest. For sure. What if this podcast is the one that like starts this style now, and then and then like it just blows up, and then everybody starts wearing that on the street? Well, you know what? You because heard... Tiffany and Callie talked about it, yeah, so I'm wearing it. I was just about to say, like, you heard it here first. If this becomes like a new like popular trend, yeah. And then tomorrow, Rihanna shows up in like a paparazzi picture wearing it, and um, then she's like, "Oh, uh, 
Tiffany and Callie spoke about it, so I just knew that I had to get on it. You I, know? I just know that if Rayona ever like says our name, <laughs> I would just faint. Like, I would, would just be faint. That would be a wild experience. I would be like, did you hear Rayona <laughs> said our names? She saw our podcast. I would just put it as like a ringtone and I would just keep playing it in the house every day. Like just like on a loop, <laughs> just her saying it. Just that one sentence. It's just that one sentence. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. like, it's like everywhere I go, like it's just like on a loudspeaker. And then go. I'm like at Target and then people are like, hey, like what is that? Like why don't you wear a headphone? I'm like, do you know who this is? This is Rihanna. <laughs> do you know who Callie is? I'll pull out my ID and show it and stuff and then I'll show your video and be like, that's Tiffany right there. You know what you have to do? You have to get that, that sound, that sound. Um, Grab the the telephone from Target that makes the announcements. Oh yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Put it right and then just leave it there until I get kicked out by the police. Yeah. Oh my god. I think it will work out. <laughs> nah, it'll do just fine. Yeah. Oh, but yes, Aurora is those sky things too. Oh, it, oh, the Northern Lights, right? Yes, that's the that's um the other name that they call it, Aurora. Aurora. I can't. Yeah, say. those are beautiful. I want to see that one day. Yeah, that's nice. Man. Look at all the colors and stuff. It's crazy. I feel like if you ever see it in person, it's life changing. But I heard that it's like once in a blue moon that you can actually capture it. Really? Yeah, because um, sometimes the clouds are covering it. Mm. So when people actually make like the trips to actually see them in person. They, they might be disappointed. Yeah, a lot of people get disappointed because mm. they actually don't. They won't um, be able to see it because of the clouds of the weather. Mm -hmm. i've heard about that a lot but like sometimes when you do they have it like for days mm -hmm. that's so crazy it's a hit and miss it looks see like things like this kind of make me want to believe that aliens maybe do exist or at least that there's Ooh. something more to life you know like yeah again going into the whole spirituality thing it's like i don't know like i'll I don't know if you have this, but I'll sometimes be kind of like in a rut mentally. I'll be kind of in my head, kind of negative, kind of like just just like feeling down, maybe a little depressed sometimes. And then I'll just meditate. And then like after meditating, I'll just like go for a walk with my dog and I'll just be like more in tune with nature and just paying attention. And then sometimes and I'll sound crazy, but sometimes like nature kind of speaks back yeah and you and you just get like this comforting feeling that like your your questions have been answered by just the comfort that you receive i i totally understand what you I don't know if that makes sense no it makes sense i totally get what you mean because I'm, I'm i'm the same way like whenever like i'm in the rut and like i like get stuck mm -hmm. like sometimes you have to like take a step back and like either like distract yourself or literally just be like let me go on a walk and like yes. the walks are the best. I don't know. I love walking. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if people, cause there's people who tell me that, that they hate walking. Like, mm -hmm. And I'm just like, why? Because like you hate being a human being basically <laughs> like you hate like living life. <laughs> like, like, like who hates no, walking? It's so weird. I think like my friends, like oh, some funny. of my friends will be like, I'm just too tired. And I'm just like, yo, I like, get that, yeah. I get it. But like, sometimes you see the most beautiful things on um, like just walking. Yeah. And sometimes you'll see, like, for example, right? Um, I don't know if you saw the um, post that I made. So, Which one? Um, about the whole, like, fiber fitness thing. So for the longest time, I was invested in this project. 
and like yeah. opening a gym. Yes, and I then, remember that. And then prior to COVID, it was supposed to open in Totowa, New Jersey. It was like a second floor space. It was huge, right? It was huge, ideal space. I was super excited. Yeah. Uh, things were going to work out finally. And then COVID hits. And then we lose that location because we kind of fight with the landlord with like um, regarding lease terms and all that stuff. Oh, man. And then COVID comes. And then now... And then I kind of pivoted the whole business model. I try to like revamp it. I try to restructure it. I basically started from the ground up and it was going to be like a smaller footprint. It was going to be 3000 square feet, like studio, uh, group class driven vibe, kind of like Orange Theory, kind of like all of these like boot camp studios okay, in like okay. New York. And then it just got to a point recently where it's just always been an uphill battle, right? Like it's always been like, just hardship after hardship, setback after setback. And I think that the human spirit is super powerful. I think that we're very resilient. But it does get to a point where you just have to make that decision in terms of like, because I, I love the quote that um, Einstein says that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. So that's being insane. It's yeah. like you're doing the same thing, expecting something different. And so for four years, I've been trying to open this gym. I've been trying to like establish this vision, open this ideal place where people can go, content creators, where people can just create dope stuff and just be, you know, the best version of themselves, even if that sounds cheesy. Long story short, recently I made the biggest decision in my life, basically, which was to just like pause wow. and just like put that to the side. And I just basically, quote unquote, I don't want to say I gave up, but I'm literally just like pausing it for the time being. So I don't know if it's going to be like a one year pause, a five year pause, a 10 year pause. But right now I just want to really focus on other avenues, on other like creative ventures like Vitruvian over there, like yeah. um, this podcast. I want to really invest monetarily, especially so like money that would be going towards the gym. I want to invest into this podcast. So when you come back for our follow-up episode, episode yeah. number two, because we'll probably have to do another one so that we can actually, you know, like get everything off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we could talk for hours and hours. Um, but when but when we do our second episode, hopefully by then you'll see that like there's um different maybe microphones, like better equipment, better production, the wallpaper will be up. But I want to like basically invest in the things that we talked about during this entire episode practically is like invest in the things that make you passionate and that just make you excited yeah. you know like i love having conversations like this throughout this whole conversation is what i feel like my purpose is on this planet if that makes sense no it, it does it it's does. like it's just connecting with people like this is what i love to do i love sitting down as like complete strangers we're both nervous and stuff and then just <laughs> exiting this conversation like thinking like oh wow like that just happened you know like we just sat and talked and spoke for an hour and 30 minutes. Sorry. No, 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 sorry at all. Like, this is what I'm saying. It's like, we could talk for hours and hours. So that's, so that's why we should have like a follow-up episode. But that's my point. It's like, um, so, uh, okay. So after I made that decision, yeah, I was super like eerie. I was super paranoid. I was like, holy shit, like, is this the right thing or not? And then when I was walking my dog in the morning, the, the, the morning after, Sorry. No, you're fine. It's the um, coffee and stuff. <laughs> the morning after, I saw this red. Um, fuck, is cardinal? it a red cardinal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a red cardinal, and I've never seen one before in person. And then I googled it because it was just super weird. 
it was one of the like those moments where you just like you're walking and then your eyes kind of like lock in and kind of like focus in on that one thing flying. Yeah. And then you you just for no reason and you don't understand why you're focusing on that. And it's a beautiful bird and I just couldn't miss it. Like I just saw it like flying like right in front of me and then it flew back like a few times and then it just left. And then I Googled it. And when I Googled it, I'll just show you real quick. I'm like so curious. Red cardinal meaning. Um, let me see. Okay. Uh, so I don't think it was. Lord no. of Christ. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it, it wasn't this exact one, but it's kind of something similar to that. Seeing a red cardinal. And then I put like meaning. I could just pull up the screenshot I put. Okay, so a uh, red cardinal sighting. When a red cardinal shows up, people pay attention. The spiritually sensitive often experience a red cardinal sighting as a message from spirit and for good reason. When spirit wants to attract your attention in the positive. No, so this is not the, the definition I saw. Let me just show you real quick because I took a screenshot. Yeah, no, take your time. Because, I'm curious. Because this one's kind of like vague. Um and then we'll we'll just close this off with this real quick. Uh, where is it? Uh, right here. So it says, when you see a red cardinal, what does it mean? When you see a red cardinal near your home, which this was like near my house. Yeah. It should also serve as a reminder to embrace the new beginnings ahead and have faith that they will comfort your soul. It is strongly believed that cardinals are birds sent from heaven as spiritual messengers and carriers of the soul. So when I saw it, like I read that, I immediately just got emotional like out of nowhere just like walking my dog i just got emotional i started tearing up like i just i just had a moment where like before googling it yeah. so when i saw the bird i just got emotional for no reason and i couldn't explain it like i just got hyper emotional I, I like i don't know if it's because i thought the bird was beautiful like i don't know what it was it was just something that made you like, that just resonated with me. Like, I just, I, 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 like, I don't know. And then that's why I got home and Googled it because I had to Google it. Because otherwise it could have been just like a random bird flying and then I would have not remembered it. But I just, it just it for crazy. something, so for some reason that bird sticked out. Yeah, it, it like spoke to me like in a weird way. I don't know how to explain. You know, it's um, funny. What, what was it? So the other day, it's funny that you say that. You said that like the right cardinal sent from the heaven. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it was, what was the last line? It was like sent from heaven, but it was like a soul. It's like a carrier for the soul. It's funny that you said that because I like, I'm like, I'm very like spiritual too. Mm -hmm. So the other day I was taking pictures for my, my, my friend for, for soccer. And we actually saw like a red cardinal um, at her school. And we mm -hmm. were like with her other friend and we were just watching the red cardinal go back and forth. And, um, it's funny because, like, um, just recently her, like, her grandma passed away. Mm. And, like, there was, like, little signs or little things that I, I noticed that day when I was with her. Like, um, because, like, okay, it sounds silly. It sounds, everything sounds silly. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, when I was taking pictures of, like, her, like, there were, like, like orbs that, like, by her. Oh, and like, like usually, spirits, yeah. So yeah. usually, when they said orbs, so like about is in the pictures, like a spirit. I just got chills right now. Just yeah. So like, and that what's funny was that you bringing this up was is like kind of like just like made my eyes open more because mm -hmm. that day, like the cardinal was by us the whole time, and wow. I was just like thinking just now, like, what if that's her? 
grandma. And like literally she texted me. She was like, um, the day before we took the picture, she's like, yeah, like my grandma just recently passed away. Like I just need, like it, it was just like insane. But like now that I think of it, like seeing all those like little signs, I'm just like, wow, like what if that was like. That's exactly what I mean. It's like you just, I don't know, like nature has a way to like speak to us. And yeah. I don't discard anything. Like I'm not a skeptical person that says like, oh, like the like that's hippie talk or or spirituality is bullshit. Like, no, like I'm very open to anything and everything. And that's why I'm open to even dabble in different religions. Like I'll like I try to understand every single percept like um perspective, you know, and that's why I like doing the podcast, like every single perspective. And so like being in tune with nature, like just like you said, like it's the small little things that add up and then that's when I think God yeah if it's an energy a person a human an animal whatever it is it speaks to us through that and then sometimes all we need is to like just put the phone down for a little bit and just breathe in and just meditate and just uh, like just appreciate life and just absorb everything around us basically i agree 100 percent. and like since i like i like i told you before like i do like social media and digital marketing mm -hmm. i'm always on my phone but like whenever i yeah. go on that walk i just put my phone away i'm just like this is me like need to be like relaxed need to be yeah. in tune because like i said before like you see the most beautiful things when you like actually pay attention to life and the little things too like 100%. and people will look at you and be like oh why do you say like say like that oh like why do you think like that way and it's just like it's just a different perspective like mm -hmm. you can literally go outside and like i had times like i even when i was younger like middle school i'd look around nature and i'd be like yo don't you think today is like a, a beautiful day look at that tree and people will look at you like what like, yeah like literally people will give me that like that like crazy look and i'm just like why can't you like appreciate like what's behind you like everything mm -hmm. it's like a weird thing honestly i don't know how to explain it but like it's just i i, I get it 100 percent yeah like i just i it's just like i think it's also like um it's just like a different like perspective that people have definitely yeah. and like sometimes people don't see it like when you see it and i don't mm -hmm. know yeah people have their own um timing i i feel like there's something called i think divine timing is a real thing but but also personal timing so people are people see at their own rate you know like some people are more mature in their way of seeing life and then other people are more like they're they're more i don't know more more ignorant more uneducated i think that you have to be well versed in the language of life in order for you to really appreciate every single thing so just like reading a book you have to uh, you know, be well-versed in English for you to be able to understand the, the words that are on the page. And yeah. the same applies to nature and the same applies to experiences. And I think that the more life experiences you have, and and this has been like a common recurring thing where like the most, the most introspective people and the most mature people in their way of thinking are generally speaking the people who undergo these crazy experiences. Like you underwent the whole cancer thing, right? Yeah. So that just makes you a wiser soul, I feel. And I believe in that. And like people who, our age who have souls that seem like they've lived three or five lives before. Like they're oh. just wise in their way of thinking. Old soul, they say. Yes. I love old souls. And Me too. I think it's just like when you find someone who like has that same connection or like someone who has that same perspective, it's just like awesome. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it just makes you not feel like you're not alone in this yeah. too. 
it's super refreshing yes like you feel like oh like you actually oh so you also think that tree is beautiful wow like i thought i was the only weirdo that uh, <laughs> thought that trees were nice but um anyways so uh with that being said yeah um let's let's just hope that people who listen to this and who watch this like they'll get some form of value from it in terms of just like practical application you know like that's 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 what i think is truly valuable in terms of content it's like people usually do like crazy stunts for views and clicks but i think that even if this doesn't like isn't viral content for the right people who have been listening up until this point or who have been watching up until this point yeah i hope those people get what they need maybe or that maybe we can offer some like unique um insight from our own experiences that they can apply to their lives and make their lives better i i hope so too honestly because yeah. sometimes like just listening to other people like just helps a lot it like, helps yeah because it gives you a new perspective yeah especially if they're like older in their way of thinking like both of us are like i like i consider you an old soul in your way of thinking and your like mature way of just you know dealing with reality yeah so, yeah, guys, so uh, that was episode number 27. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. This was an amazing experience. Thank you for, like, having me. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, like, really grateful for, like, being here. I hope you know that. And you were super nervous at first, and I think that this this was amazing. I think that you dropped crazy, crazy insights, crazy <laughs> knowledge, and just, I don't know. Like, it, like, it's always amazing when people are willing to be vulnerable yeah and i and i think that like that's the vibe i get from you is that you just don't have any facade like you're just you you know like you're you're just truly yourself and you're not afraid of just like speaking your mind and just presenting yourself to the world presenting your achilles heels your weaknesses your whatever it is and i, I think that that's the ultimate power thank thank you honestly it like um Damn, that's damn. Why are you getting me emotional here? Yo? <laughs> don't get emotional. If you cry, you have to leave the house. Right? I, I, don't like, it's don't cry. I don't know what you're talking about. There's <laughs> no crying in this podcast, bro. No crying, no crying. We no crying. <clears throat> Just to clean it up. It's, like, it's um, seasonal. It's ugh. like pollen. Pollen outside. Allergies. I, oh. I have allergies. Don't you see it? Fucking pollen and stuff. I hate, I, I hate flowers. You, know? you like, I hate, hate flowers? I hate flowers. Pollen. Makes you cry and stuff. <laughs> you know Bullshit. what? I feel you. I feel it. Just yeah. that when you know when the pollen hits your eyes, you you gotta fight it. You gotta fight it. it might a tear might come out. You know. Yeah, and then I'll just cut that out in like post production. <laughs> but yeah, guys. So uh, that's episode number twenty seven. If you enjoyed it, uh, if you have any questions or any um, like uh, opinions, or if there's anything that both of us or one of us said. That really resonated with you just you know interact with us ask questions and we'll definitely do like a follow-up episode in the future and yeah because i feel like we have a lot to talk about still definitely oh my god right. it's, it'll be fun i feel like 100 all right peace out <laughs>